Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, everybody, to the Armor Report. It's Monday, the 6th of May, 2019. Thank you all for being here. I appreciate you watching. It helps keep me honest. My name is Brett Rosenthal. The Armor Report's all about investing in the stock market in the millennial age. Um, All the information I share with you is information I use to manage my own assets and that of investors I work with. All of our business is run through interactive brokers. Uh, Where do I begin? It's been a week since I've talked to you. I told you last week I was going to be uh, making some research trips about the cannabis space. And we're going to get to that in a different or perhaps a little bit later in this episode or in a different episode. Um, I did tweet out those of you who follow me on Twitter, it's at Brett Rosenthal, B-R-E-T Rosenthal, R-O-S-E-N-T-H-A-L. You can also follow hashtag Armor Report. Now, just to remind you, this is a live trading desk. Phones might ring. I'm surrounded by um, computer screens, so you might see me involved in activity. I'm literally managing assets and spending some time chatting with you. Why do I do it? Um, I've been doing it 30 years. I've just built up a wealth of knowledge I like to share with the investing community and and try to help because I feel there's so much misinformation that goes on um, on financial news networks and the cacophony of of financial advice websites. And so I throw my proverbial hat in the ring and I try to offer some support, some help. Uh, I share with you information I use to manage my assets. It doesn't mean you have to go out and do that. In fact, you shouldn't do exactly what I'm doing. I'm a different person than you. Trying to educate you on the millennial stock market. Rules changed after 2008. And that requires different behavior on our part if we're going to succeed over time and build our net worth. So, Um, Be sure to take whatever information you get from these sessions and think about it from your perspective. What's your risk tolerance? How much risk do you want to have on? Where do you want to apply that risk? Those are all decisions you have to make. What I'm going to try to do is share with you hard-fought strategies that I've learned for 30 years. Today, we're going to go over our algorithms on the top five indexes we follow. These algorithms help determine when we add risk and subtract risk. I'm not telling you how much to do or how much to reduce. That's up to you. I'm just sharing with you these algorithms help us manage our risk. They help us do that that often hackneyed phrase of buy low, sell high. It sounds easy and it sounds great. It's very difficult to do. Algorithms help you do that. 
Central banks stepped into our stock markets after 2008 and have not stepped out. That changes the behavior that you may be used to from years of doing this. This is not your dad's stock market. It's not your granddad's. It's yours. You've got to own it. It's completely different. I've been building you a rules of the road blog post on our website, rosenthalcapital.com, under algorithmic research. I'm taking my 30 years of experience and trying to condense it into easy rules for you to, to reference, particularly on mornings like this morning. We're going to go over that today. So let's jump in. Last Thursday at 1023 in the morning, I tweeted out to all my followers that we made major changes in our risk position on our trading desk. Our algorithms, which we've designed to help manage our risk, we've designed it on the S&P, the Dow, the small cap index, the NASDAQ 100, and the IBD 50. These five indexes cover all the important parts of the market for us. Our algorithms are designed for the volatility profile of each particular index. So back in the middle of March, our algorithms told us full risk on. Get aggressive. At a time where most people didn't think that was the case. People thought, gee, the market had a V bottom and has to go retest the low. No, it doesn't. That was a correct call. We made some nice money. Now, on our trading desk, <clears throat> we do two things. We're building long-term portfolios using fundamental analysis of our favorite investing themes and in stocks in those themes. But we also allocate a part of our assets to literally um, get exposure to the equity markets when our algorithms tell us to and to reduce that exposure when our algorithms tell us to. So we had a nice run up from the March risk on opportunity and on <coughs> excuse me Thursday of last week risk reduce and so what we did in our portfolios is go out there and book all or almost all of our market exposure risk. It doesn't disturb our cannabis investments. It doesn't disturb our whiteboard investments. Up over there, back there's our whiteboard. All of our favorite investments are on that board. Research that we've done in every space, whatever particular asset, doesn't have to be just the cannabis group. There's other names we like on that whiteboard. You all know one of those names, Twitter. I talked about it last week. I posted charts about Twitter Right? Island reversal. That stock looks phenomenal. <laughs> so there's a, lot, there's a lot of whiteboard ideas up there. Not a lot. Right now, it's about 12 ideas. Okay? So we're not really um, reducing our whiteboard positions. We're not reducing our cannabis positions. But we felt we needed to reduce risk. And so we took out our stock market index exposure. Now, what does that mean? 
It just meant that we like to buy low and sell high, particularly the indexes. We bought the right time in March. The market ran up to test the highs, and we're not greedy. The algos were not telling us sell everything and start shorting. They're just telling us the white meat's off the bone for the indexes. So let's take our profit. And that profit that we made acts like a cushion to help protect our whiteboard and cannabis investments from volatility. This is how you manage risk in a portfolio. You're not greedy. You identify a part of your portfolio where you're willing to book profits as they run. Great. Let's, ha- let's hope the market keeps running. That's fine. I'll keep building my whiteboard positions in my portfolio. I don't need market risk per se anymore in my portfolio. I'm building out my cannabis investments. I'm building out my whiteboard investments. So right now, I don't need stock market index risk. If the indexes sell off enough, we'll get another risk on opportunity in the indexes. I'll put them back on. The market just, let's say the, the, let's say that the volatility, let's be honest, on Thursday, we said risk off. And on Friday, the market was up huge. Okay. Now this morning, the market, you know, drops 500 points at the open because of a ridiculous Trump tweet. All that our algorithms were saying was the easy money was made and volatility is going to increase. So how do we want to manage risk? For us, we're booking profits on the indexes. I'm not telling you how to do it. I don't know what your portfolio looks like. But when you hear that from us, if you're following us on Twitter, if you see the model portfolio, you click through that link and see the homepage of our website, model portfolios, risk monitor, the date that we changed it. So you could tell, oh, this was just changed. Look at what we're doing. And it may help you manage your risk and protect your capital. That's what I'm trying to help you with. Okay. Um, Let's go to um, our website. Please go to the algorithmic research. It's rosenthalcapital.com. I'll give you a minute. You'll see the cannabis, marijuana, hemp investing super cycle. That's our first post, most important post. Right below that, rules of the road. Click on that for me if you would. I'll give you a minute. Excuse me. I have a frog in my throat. Okay, are you there? Good. There's a bunch of these rules that are coming into effect today, and so I want to talk about rules of the road for a minute. First of all, new rules of the road just for this particular market that we've been talking about, which is the Trump market. I have not added it to this page, to this post, because this post is like, something I've developed over 30 years of just knowing this business. But I did tweet out this morning. And, and let's see, what time was that tweet? I think it was 8 o'clock this morning. Okay. I said, Armour Report, stock market sell-off rule of the road. You do not sell a Trump-China trade tweet 
first thing in the morning. I assume you all already know this. I'm just helping you out. I know a lot of people felt a little panic this morning. The market's plummeting. China's down 5% on Sunday. Oh, no. Um, you don't sell this morning. You could sell now if you want. If you want to reduce your risk, go ahead. After the market rockets off the bottom, because the gap down open is not the time to sell. And let me tell you something else. When the market gaps up because Trump says we've come to an agreement with China, not really a time to be buying. You needed to already sell this market and reduce your risk last week when I was tweeting that it's time to reduce risk. And then this volatility wouldn't bother you. And if the market rockets higher Friday because there's a miraculous trade deal, I'm not going to be buying Friday. The time to be buying will be sometime in here as the market comes down before that news. Or not at all. Not at all. Trump news and China news, you may just avoid. Just get that out. That's all short-term shenanigans. Don't let it get you off the bus. Let's go over a couple of rules, okay? Rule number three, the reaction to the news is infinitely more important than the news itself. So we have this Trump and China and trade problems and hysteria at the open. The market's only rallied off of the low. What does that tell you? Okay, the reaction to the news is more important. And if the market holds up and closes the week strong, you just have a nice uptrending market with some volatility to get rid of some of the overbought conditions. Nothing to panic about. Number seven, scroll down. There's a step between long and short, and it's called cash. I know a lot of people were contacting me last week, and I was on the road last week. Uh, I went uh, um, on a research trip to meet with a cannabis company, the management team of a cannabis company that's very important to us. Um, Great meeting, by the way. Uh, I will share the information with you at some later date. Right now, we're positioning the stock, and I'm doing it for myself and for our clients. And so we're going to have to hold on to that information for now. Um, But I did want to just explain to people who are asking me, does risk off mean I'm shorting? No, no, no. Market's in a ridiculously strong uptrend. Even if I got incredibly bearish right now, cash would be my first step. Shorting later. I usually don't short unless the market is trading below the 200 and the 50-day moving average as a basic rule. That's just a basic rule. I'm not trying to catch the top as a short seller. I'm trying to catch the white meat if things implode. There's more than enough time to figure that out. Trying to catch the top is deadly as a short seller, so I'm never doing that. Okay, scroll down. Number 11, don't let volatility get you off the bus, as my friend Bill Jacobs likes to say. They're always trying to get you off the bus. I'll submit to you a thought right now. Um, You heard it here first. I wouldn't be a bit surprised to see a China trade agreement by Friday. And that type of hysteria first thing this morning was just an opportunity for the real investors to add to positions. I'm not a conspiracy theorist here, but if that's the way it goes, you know, whoever's friends with Trump just made a fortune this morning. I'm going to leave that alone. Let's don't get any deeper into that conspiracy. Number 13. 
This is important. If there ever is a big down morning or a big gap up, but really a big down morning, don't relive it over and over again. The market was already down 500 points at the open. Don't sit there and stare at the loss and go, oh, my God, it's down 500. If it's only down 350, a half an hour later, guess what? You're up 150 points. You already knew you were down 500 at the open. You feel me? Don't relive it. Scroll down to number 21. Okay. If it's so obvious that everybody sees it, it's probably not a good trade. You come into this morning and everybody thinks the market's going to plummet because Trump and China are arguing. And now the markets have just rocketed off the lows. The small cap index was down a third of a percent. It's nothing. I got a bunch of stocks in my portfolio up right now. You may have also. So the theory, and I heard the hysteria this morning, and I read stuff on Twitter. Oh, this is the beginning of the major bear market. If everybody is afraid of that, it's probably not the case. And I will come at you again with this thought. I said this last week, and I'll say it again. You heard it here first. The market probably tops when the Trump China deal is announced. Might be up 2% that day. Could be up 5 or 10% that week. That'll be it. That'll be the top. Why? Because it'll create, if it really is a real good deal, it'll create lots of economic growth. This will allow the Fed to be more hawkish. Got to think like that, guys. Trump and China trade problems keep the Fed dovish. And that's why the market keeps going up. So if a massive trade deal is ever announced, which will create major economic prosperity and inflation, you see what I'm going at? If the Fed raises rates, the market goes down. If the Fed's dovish and not raising rates, the market grinds higher. That's all you have to know. The rest is noise. Okay? And the last thought is number 51. Okay, it's right here. Gap downs are buying opportunities very often. Gap ups are selling opportunities. Not all the time, statistically speaking, that's the case. Okay, I'm going to wrap up for today. I just wanted you guys to, to, to um, understand why we made that call on Thursday and how we're acting right now. Honestly, I'm more interested in buying the sell-offs here and using my whiteboard to do it. I'm not doing any buying this morning. But that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for weakness to give me opportunities. And the risk-off call last week told me to book some profits to create a cushion so the volatility doesn't upset me. I hope this has been helpful. Tomorrow, I'll share what we feel are important cannabis insights that we discovered on our research trips, actually, multiple, last week. And I'll reveal some of them tomorrow for your enjoyment. Thanks for joining me today. Be safe out there. Always put yourself on the right side of probability and statistics before you invest and only invest where the reward is worth the risk you're taking. Thanks for being here, guys. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. 
No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.